0: Good morning and welcome to Nature Watch. Nature Watch is sponsored by Waddell's Nursery, Floral Garden, and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Nature Watch, it's Gary Miller. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I missed you last week because I took the week off. Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I needed to. I, <laughs> I, I could have taken the day off too, but no. Well,
1: I think your message said uh, you were going to sleep in last last Saturday, but I don't know if you accomplished that or not. So I did.
0: Yeah. Did it help? No. <laughs>
1: well, you had an extra hour on Sunday, so
0: it, I didn't really take advantage <laughs> of that either. See, yeah, whatever. Yeah,
1: frosty oh, morning out there today. Yeah, wow.
0: thirty-one. Um, but the the barometric pressure, and you think does the barometric pressure really affect you? It, it, it does. It you does. Know, it, yeah, my it my, does. my hands are moving around. Great, thirty point four seven inches. That's, oh, that's 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 up good. on the high side. Yeah, it's up
1: on the high side. So,
0: and next week, um, if you haven't heard or haven't looked. We could be touching 60 a couple of days.
1: Yes, I saw that forecast. Unusual weather, again, Seem like we always say that. Uh, it's Michigan. Right. Sort of expect whatever it comes.
0: Exactly. Uh, and
1: yet we always surprised by it. So. Yeah. Um,
0: and we're talking 60, and and you're dressed in your Santa worker's outfit.
1: Yeah, it's a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not my formal suit. There you, there you go.
0: What do you have for us today? So actually, one,
1: one thing I wanted to say, um, this is uh, November 11th, and this is Veterans Day. Yes. So I want to say thank you to all the veterans that have served us. It, we uh, can't do these type of things uh, without having that service from those veterans. So a big thank you to all those veterans.
0: Yes, indeed. And uh, if you're expecting a letter today, you're not going to get it. And uh, I tried to explain to a couple of people last uh last night over on Facebook understanding, "Why isn't the mail running today?" Well, today is traditional Veterans Day. Yes. Yesterday was the observation of Veterans Day for let's say, you know, the city of Kalamazoo took the day off. All, um, all the banks, banks and, took yeah. the day off, etc.
1: So that
0: so that's why. So, not to confuse anybody, but
1: Yeah, anyway. so it's a uh, a Little frosty out there this morning. I guess my most veterans' days have usually been on the cooler side that I can remember, right?
0: so, yeah, so it's staying right on, <laughs> right on this cue. time of year, right on cue. 382 4280. You will need that number because we do have a trivia question coming up, and um, a couple of things we're going to talk about as we bounce back to birds today. Yes. I do believe
1: so. Actually, got a couple events. Um, I mentioned this last week, and again, it's going on today and tomorrow. Um, at the Kiwanis Club uh, Battle Creek uh, Public Crane Viewing. And that's today and tomorrow, uh, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. And that's uh, at uh, overlooking Big Marshall Lake, and you might see all sorts of, uh, hopefully maybe thousands of cranes, mm. sandhill cranes, so that'd be interesting to see. Uh, that's at the uh, Kiwanis Youth Conservation Area up near Bellevue. Um, you can find out details on that at Michigan Audubon Society's website. Mm. And uh, Waddell's had their Christmas tree lighting last night. It was fantastic, that big tree in the parking lot, I think we have over, well over 9,000 lights, I think they said. It's just fantastic looking. Nice. Big, big tree. So if you have a chance, uh, come out and visit that. And we actually have continue our Christmas open house today. Okay. And uh, so we've got all sorts of special deals on Christmas decor. And uh, have some greens in. We'll be getting more greens in soon. Okay. There you um, go. And so if you're looking at, you know, boy, the calendar, we're coming up on Thanksgiving really quick. It's really early this year. Looking for an um, idea for a centerpiece. We're doing a centerpiece class at Waddell's. And uh, that's on uh, next Saturday at 11 a.m., the following Monday at 11 a.m. and at 6 p.m. You can check out details on that at Waddell's.com and look at the events.
0: Oh, there you go. So
1: something I caught in the news this week, um, several weeks ago I talked about spotted lanternfly, that invasive bug that we're really concerned about uh, possibly affecting the, the fruit crops in Michigan, along with other crops. Uh, two weeks ago, the, Mich- or the Indiana DNR confirmed sightings of spotted lanternfly in northern Indiana um, in three counties, Elkhart County, Porter County, and St. Joseph County, and Joseph County, Indiana. Uh, two of those sightings happened uh, in Elkhart and Mishawaka. The third sighting that happened in Porter County it was north of Valparaiso. So getting very close. Um, so watch out for those spotted lanternfly. And uh, a lot of the... Uh, sites that they've seen in Indiana, they're starting to see them along railroad grades. And so they're thinking that the the spotted lanternfly is hitching a ride with those trains and laying their egg masses in that. Um, Interesting thing with uh, the Indiana DNR has started using Australian shepherd dogs to sniff out spotted lanternfly egg cases or masses. And the egg masses look like smeared mud on a tree. Um, Sometimes they're up very high, but sometimes they're very low and these dogs are trained to... uh, to sniff those egg masses, so hopefully they destroy them. Uh, Pennsylvania and New York are also using that same approach, uh, just trying to corral and make sure we don't get that spotted lanternfly everywhere. So remember, if you see a spotted lanternfly in Michigan, the campaign is see it, squish it, and report it. So the details are, before you squish it, take a photo, and then squish it, and then uh, report it to the DNR so they know if you've seen something like that. Okay. Are they, will they survive the winter? Um, unfortunately, the eggs do. So, okay, that, that was that, that was that's uh, the concern. what I was wondering about. That right? would that would be a, um, one of those blessings if it didn't survive the winter, but unfortunately they do. Okay, so maybe we'll get the trivia question here, so people can start uh, trying to dial in and get their answer in here.
0: Exactly 382-4280, two eight zero. First correct caller will grab what I have in my left hand: a twenty dollars gift certificate to Woodells Nursery, Floral Garden, and Bird Center.
1: Yeah. So, what uh, trivia question today? And I'm looking for one specific bird. What bird is found in every state in the United States except Hawaii? Again, what bird is found in every state in the United States except Hawaii?
0: Hit the Google, kids. Hit the Google. (laughs) (laughs) 269-382-4280. If you're out of the area, 877-382-4280. And if you get it right, you will grab this gift card right here. From we'll Woodhouse. see how awake
1: everybody is this morning. That's
0: right. <laughs> and you know what? I'll tell you what, they, uh, they're, they're not wasting time. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like boom. Uh, good morning, WKZO. Who's this? Yes, it's boom. It's hey, boom? It's, <laughs> this is Jeff. How are you guys doing? Hey, uh, great, Jeff. How are you? Oh, early, but I'm up. Yeah, boom. <laughs> 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 what, what, what's your guess? Uh, yeah, I don't know. How about blue jay?
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good guess, but not the correct one.
0: Oh, my
2: gosh. Right. Well, so right. we'll give a I clue. He... The
1: bird that I'm looking for is a little bigger than that. Actually, quite a bit bigger.
0: <laughs> yep, he's going to give us clues. Thanks, Jeff. And call <laughs> Figured, back huh? in and see if you can get it right here. 382-4280. As we go back to the phones, who's this?
2: This this is Al.
0: Hi, Al. How? Uh, what's your
1: guess today?
2: I'm going to guess...
0: The crow. The crow.
1: Oh, that's another good guess, but actually, the bird I'm looking for is even bigger than a crow. Even uh,
0: bigger. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, two six nine three eight two four two eight zero. Now, is this is this bird black like a crow? Um, sort of. It does sort fly. Of? Okay. Well, okay. Well.
1: So we're, we're when...
0: trying. <laughs> good morning, WKZO. Who's this? Hi, this is Judy. Hello. What what's your guess this morning, Judy? Is it
1: the bald eagle? Oh, that's also a good guess. But actually, the bird that I'm looking for is a little smaller than the bald eagle. Not much, but a little bit.
0: So, okay, thanks. Thank you. Hmm.
1: So, I, so I will I, give I, another I, clue here.
0: I, I, I do have a clue. If if we, if we you run out of clues, I might have yeah. one for you. So, but what's your next Yeah, one? so my,
1: ne- my next clue is these birds do not make their own nests, but rather use tree cavities or take over the nests of squirrels, hawks, herons, crows, and even bald eagles. So hmm. good-sized bird, and uh, we'll see if we have uh, everybody awake out there. to have their morning coffee and uh, Alexa, get those things.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Good morning, three eight two four two eight zero WKZO. Who is this? This is Julius. Julius, what's your guess? <laughs> I'm
2: going to have to change it. I I thought it was the bald eagle, but I'm going to guess uh, uh, an owl.
1: Oh, do you have a specific one in mind?
2: uh let's let's just go with uh the great horned owl.
1: oh that's a good good, good way to go that's correct answer <laughs>
0: hey well how do you know about that how'd, how'd you pull that one out
1: julius
2: i just that was just out of my head i i i really didn't know uh at first i thought maybe it was the uh, canadian goose but then i thought well the bald eagle and then uh then i went to, to the great horned owl but
1: so good, good job just, that that uh, not, not yeah. a bird we typically think of because we usually fl- they're flying at night. So
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Julius, congratulations.
1: You well, have one. Thank
2: a- you. So I really enjoy your show, and I, I miss the bird show. But uh, you guys are pretty close. So yeah, I and actually really going to enjoy it.
1: We're going to be talking a lot about birds here over the winter time, besides some other nature things. But uh, there's a lot of bird oh, activity in the winter question time.
2: For you, while I got you. Um, we cleaned out our birdhouses yesterday, and I've got, I built a whole bunch of them, and uh, some of them were full of nesting material, and some of them were empty. But uh, then afterwards, I thought, well, maybe we shouldn't have cleaned those out because a lot of the, one of them had a bird uh, in it when we went to clean it out, uh, and they they go in those in the winter to keep warm, I think.
1: Yeah, so so it it's sort of a catch twenty two, but it, it is good to clean those birdhouses out because uh, if there are any diseases around, uh, the residents next year would appreciate not uh, contacting yeah, those well, diseases. my <laughs>
2: daughter did that for me yesterday, and, and, and so oh. even even
1: just having an empty uh, birdhouse that can roost in there. Um, we I know we've got neat uh, roosting pockets <laughs> that you can hang in trees too, and just you know they yeah, the roosting. Yeah, I have one
2: those in my front door tree. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it is good to clean those out because uh, some of those birds, like I think of wrens particularly, if you don't clean those birdhouses out, they keep adding every year and pretty soon the nest is pouring out the the entry hole. (laughs) (laughs) There you go.
0: Well, thank you so much. All right, hey, Julius, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, come back and get some information from you while we go to break. You do have a $20 gift card coming to you from Wooddell's Nursery, Floral Garden, and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millham Road. And we're talking birds when we come back.
3: Nature Watch right here on WKZO. This holiday season is a great time to let friends know how much you appreciate them. And your friends at Wooddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center are thankful for you. So they're letting their wonderful customers know just how much they're appreciated with their Christmas open house celebration going on today until 5 o'clock and corn bar and free hot chocolate while you browse the beautiful Christmas displays. It's almost time to get your Christmas tree. Waddell's has a huge selection of lifelike trees and today only, they're all 33% off as well as wreaths, garlands, ornaments, signs and decor all 33% off. Waddell's also carries unique gifts like bird feeders, fresh flower arrangements, wind chimes, and poinsettias. Waddell's can even provide delivery. Just call 345-1195 or go to Waddell's.com. And remember, a Waddell's gift card is always the right size and color. It's the Christmas Open House today until 5 o'clock at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center.
2: Detroit Lions
3: football. He got him. 34 with a big play and the Lions take over on down. Gets hit. Angling to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Oh, baby, what
1: a run. The Detroit Lions face the Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium. Pre-game Sunday at 3 on your home for Detroit Lions football. West Michigan's home for the Detroit Lions.
0: Game. 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Oh, that's
1: football, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I keep keep, keep, keeping my fingers crossed on those Lions this year. Oh, my goodness. Last week was weird. (laughs) Yes, it was. Yes, it was.
0: (laughs) I had so many people on social media. They're like, I don't know what to do. You know what I did? I went and supported my Bears fans because I have a couple of Bears fans that are actually very happy that the Lions are doing well, believe
1: it or not. So, wow. there you go. I guess I guess the truth test is going to come on Thanksgiving Day. We've there had so go. many disappointments Thanksgiving Day over all these years. They win Thanksgiving Day and I think we're in, in, in the running here, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, I am I'm, I'm a little more concerned about uh about the uh this Sunday because the Chargers they're they're not chopped liver. No, no. So. You know, so. and they, and, uh, Herbert, they have a, uh, they have a good young starting quarterback. So we'll see what happens there. We're not talking lions or
1: bears or chargers. We're talking birds. Yeah. So actually a little bit about the great horned owls and after dark, it is our ears that connect us with live, uh, lives of birds. And one of our most familiar connections is with the lovely and mysterious hooting of great horned owls. When a pair of great horned owls calls in a duet, the female usually hoots first and the male replies at a lower pitch. Even though females average a third larger than males, the smaller male has a bigger voice box or syrinx. Great horned owls may also pierce the darkness with an eerie shriek, which may signal a hungry owlet begging for food or a female defending its nest. Adult owls also bark in response to threats. In fact, great horned owls have a lot to say. Female owls sometimes call out with high-pitched trills or hearty squawks, and, and great horned owls hiss, pop, meow, coo, and snap their bills. Meow. Meow. They actually meow. <laughs> so have a listen after dark. There may be a great horned owl in your neighborhood.
0: Or, or you think you're a cat, but it may not yeah. be a cat.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're trying to attract the cat. I don't know. They're, they're big enough. Right.
0: <laughs> 382-4280, if you have a question for Gary. Anything nature, but we're kind of keying on birds, owls, as yeah, a matter yeah, of fact.
1: Actually, we're talking a little bit about bird feeding, too, right. because we're at that time, everybody's thinking of getting their feeders re- restocked and right. get those feeders uh, going. Now,
0: so, if you don't want to uh, talk on the radio,
1: you can text in your question right here to 80373. And uh, if you have those questions or you observe something during the week, you can actually email me during the week at naturewatchatwedells.com. There you go. So if you have a question or you see something unique we can talk about, uh, it'd be fantastic to it, hear from and you. And
0: maybe you'll bring it here for the masses. I might. Yeah.
1: I might. So on feeding birds, I started a little bit last week talking about that, but uh, you know, locating bird feeders at different levels, and uh, offer a variety of seeds and separate feeders, provide suet. Um, another thing that birds like is peanut butter. And so we actually have peanut butter for birds. Um, It's a little healthier for the birds, actually a lot healthier for the birds. And you can mix in some seed with that if you want. Um, It's a good substitute for suet, um, but actually it's nice to have both in there. And uh, one of the uh, feeders that you can put that in is actually a, um, a hanging log, and we actually have hanging log feeders that have holes drilled in them. And they also have suet plugs that fit in those holes. So, you can do use them as a suet feeder or pack them with the peanut butter. Oh. And uh, birds actually like that, mix some bird seed in with that peanut butter. That attracts woodpeckers, chickadees, titmice, and occasionally those rare traveling through warblers. So, so most of the warblers have migrated south. We may see a few because of the warm weather, tailing back and hanging back a little bit. Right. And so speaking of that warmer weather, actually, those sandhill cranes are going to hang around for a lot because they tend to, as it gets colder, head further south. And then, as it warms up, we usually in January, we see, see them fly back north for that short distance. Um, usually, they go down near the Ohio River Valley. Uh, that's about as far south as most of them go, uh, at least the northern ones. And uh, when it gets warmer, they fly back north in those winter months.
0: So the so Indian summer, January thaw, stuff like that, they bounce back and forth.
1: Yes, and that's why that's why okay. we're seeing so many sandhill cranes still around the area because it's been so warm. Okay. Uh, we haven't been uh, real cold yet. No,
0: and. We're probably not
1: going to for at least a week, maybe
0: even through Thanksgiving. Actually, they were talking um upper 30s, maybe some snow on Thanksgiving that has been changed. But then again, do you believe a forecast that's a week and a half out?
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of
0: but in this day and age, they're getting pretty good at that.
1: Yes, they are. Though sometimes you wonder if they're taking the dart and throwing out the dart boards. I eh, will put that on the forecast. For I now. do, I do that as so, My life, but every probably day. just as accurate sometimes because <laughs> the weather changes so much here. So, uh, some other things with birds, fruit. So there's a lot of birds that, uh, like eating fruit. Um, robins or robins that, uh, stay here in the winter, wax wings, bluebirds that stay here. Uh, they, they actually like eating that fruit. We have fruit mixes that, with uh, bird seed in too, that you can put out for, in a feeder for, for those types of birds. There's a dried fruit in it. Uh, mealworms. I talked a little bit, I think about mealworms before, uh, a few shows ago, um, Bug-eating birds like bluebirds, chickadees, thrushes, titmice, wrens, nuthatches, and kinglets um, all like those those um, bugs. And so we actually have mealworms that you can put on a feeder. Um, the feeder is actually usually a little tray. Um, and some decorative ones or a little dome feeder And you put just a, not a lot out there, but enough to uh, get those uh, bird feed those bluebirds. And the bluebirds, a lot of bluebirds over winter here, and uh, they would appreciate those mealworms. To uh, so another feeder to add to your feeding stack. Okay. Uh, nice to get all those different feeders. Um, store seed in metal, uh, secure metal containers. And, uh, that's always a good thing to have. Um, especially if you have raccoons and you got those other little rodent critters, uh, mice and that, that want to try to get in your bird seed. Those metal containers work fantastic. I know we've got several sizes at Waddell's that, uh, have the lid and everything. So great way to store your seed. Keeps it nice and dry. Okay. So, um, locate feeders to, to reduce window collision. So typically you want to put, uh, your feeders either up near your windows or more than 30 feet away. If they're, uh, you know, less, more than about three to five feet away from your window and not less than 30 feet. Um, they're going to want those birds are gonna more likely to hit your windows. Now that isn't always conducive to being able to see the bird feeder, uh, see the birds on the bird feeder. So there are some things you can add to the window. We have window clings that actually you put on the, uh, the window on that silhouette. Um, the birds will see that and, uh, and won't, run into your windows. Uh, mm-hmm. so sometimes they panic when those, um, bigger birds, like the hawks come in to feed at the bird feeders. Uh, right. So sometimes that panic, they, they're still going to be running those windows. Um, I was surprising that, uh, they say as, as many as possibly 1 billion birds die from hitting windows every year. It's a phenomenal number. 1 billion with a B. Wow. That's wow. a lot of birds. Yeah. So if you can do anything to prevent <clears throat> the birds from hitting your windows and, uh, that's a little traumatizing, especially if you have uh, some young people that are watching the birds, uh, having that bird hit the window and uh, not survive. Um, keep cats indoors. Cats eat a lot of birds, too. And cats will find that bird feeder and they'll sit underneath the bird feeder waiting for those birds to show up.
0: See, it's not the squirrels necessarily. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, And then talking about squirrels, you know, try to discourage squirrels from feeding at your feeders. So... Use squirrel-proof feeders. They actually work fairly well. Um, Depends on the squirrels and how intelligent the squirrels you have are. Um, Some of those squirrels, sometimes it's fun to watch them try to figure out how to get in those feeders. And so you usually want to have, don't have any brush or anything real close or any shrubs uh, or trees overhanging because the squirrels will actually launch themselves and try to drop down on a feeder. So a lot of those squirrel-proof feeders are based on weight. And some of those, are the weight is you can adjust it enough so it'll actually prevent like larger birds like grackles from getting in and cleaning out your feeders, too. Yeah. So it's a good way to do that. Um, squirrels also don't like safflower seed. So safflower is very similar to sunflower seed. And safflower seed, uh, those are the same birds that eat sunflower will eat safflower. And the squirrels don't like the taste of the safflower, so that might be another way to do it. Okay. And then if worse comes to worse, I guess, you, you just give up and you uh, – get the entertainment of watching the squirrels and start feeding the squirrels. We have all sorts of fantastic squirrel feeders at Waddell's. Um, So sometimes you can get those that they have to do all sorts of acrobatics to feed, so it's fun to watch them. Maybe it'll distract them so they don't bother your bird feeders. So so The squirrels can get very uh, creative in trying to solve how to get to a bird feeder. Mm, And uh, I did mention cleaning feeders and make sure you clean up spilled grain in those hulls um, just because you can get some mold if we get those warm-ups. Uh, so types of bird feeders the suet feeder I talked a little bit about last week, but there's different types of uh, suet feeders. You can get suet feeders or at the end of a hopper feeder. Um, a separate suet feeder that's just a cage put those suet cakes in. Um, some of them have a large vertical platform and actually that's good because the woodpeckers use that to prop with their tails so help support them when they're feeding. Um, even hanging those uh, some of those suet feeders so the, they're hanging so the birds actually feed upside down. that prevents some of those Starlings and some of those other birds that uh, tend to decimate your suet cakes uh, from per in there because they can't feed on those feeders. So the feed, the birds that really use those those eat those suet cakes uh, can feed on those feeders. But the birds that you don't want won't. So right. it's a good way to do that. Um, peanut feeders; those are usually shaped like a tube, sometimes a ring. They're sort of spring-like, so they are somewhat a little bit flexible, but they have larger holes. So birds, uh, blue jays particularly like peanuts, and Sometimes you can see squirrels. It's actually entertaining to watch squirrels try to get those peanuts out of those feeders also. Uh, you know, make them work a little bit for their their food. Mmm, peanuts.
0: That's what yeah. I, That's what I munched on last night when I got home from uh, working bronco hockey next door. Here. Not, not so. the bird
1: peanuts. So. Yeah. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, no, honey
0: roasted. Mmm, mmm, yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> so two, two bird feeders are always great. Uh, there's different sizes of those. Those sometimes are good for some of that smaller seed. But you can use regular seed mixes, too, in some of the feeders. And sometimes those tube feeders have that really fine mesh for putting niger or thistle seed in for the fences. And uh, those, those are good. You want to make sure you have a feeder that uh, has those tiny holes so the, the thistle seed doesn't just fall all over. Um, Goldfinch particularly I like to the thistle seeder or thistle feeders. Yeah, i uh, say that five times this, real yeah, fast. <laughs> tongue twister there. Um, sometimes they're as simple as a mesh sock for the thistle feed feeders. Um, <laughs> but usually the... Uh, their metal meshers are plastic with uh, small openings in that. And we've got some fantastic thistle feeders at, at Waddell's.
0: Thistle feeder, thistle feeder. Yeah. That. Yeah, really. Don't want to say that fast three <laughs> times.
1: So uh, try our platform feeders. Uh, those are good for those ground feeding birds. So you can uh, leave it set on the ground. Uh, usually they're very open, so the birds have a lot of space to eat. But it keeps that seed off the ground. Um, you can put them on a, you know, mount them up on a deck. You can put them on a post, not too, too high off the ground. Um, but the, those... Uh, ground feeding birds will feed on those so dark eyed juncos uh, morning doves you get a lot of morning doves with those ground feeders mm-hmm. uh, and know, probably the favorite are those hopper feeders So, there's all sorts of styles of hopper feeders they can hold quite a quantity of seed uh, they usually have you can see the seed from the side open plexiglass side or so and and uh, a lot of birds will sit on those. If you have a, gotta keep them filled quite often because they, they will go through that seed fairly rapidly. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Get you know, all sorts of birds. Most, most birds, that's where um, most birds will feed uh, with a sunflower seed, like black oil sunflower that holds softer than the than the white striped uh, sunflower seed. Um, and I mentioned you know the the uh, mealworm bluebird feeder. Again, we've got some neat decorative ones. It's like a small glass dish. It's in a neat hanging framework um or a little mm-hmm. dome feeder okay. and uh, some of some of those i think we've got a dome feeder that actually attaches with uh, suction cups to the windows so You could actually get it right up at the window and watch the birds feed so, okay so
0: well we're, we're getting there um where can they reach you again
1: so nature watch at waddells.com okay. and uh, you know if you see something interesting or have questions about something please email me i'd love to hear from you are you going to be
0: there today though
1: Yes, I am. Well, say
0: they just go to Windells.
1: Yeah, so you can go to Windells. Usually, most times of the year, I'm out with the trees and shrubs out in the nursery. I'm actually going to be out there today. We're putting trees away for winter so they can do their little hibernation and and, uh, protect them from the extreme cold that will be coming, hopefully, at some point.
0: He has holiday colors on today, so you (laughs) won't miss him. Plus, the beard is very (laughs) Santa-like. Yes, yes. Gary, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. So, fun and, fun day again. There you go. And thank you all for listening to this edition of Nature Watch. Tune in each Saturday at 830 AM for Nature Watch. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of Twelfth Street and Millam Road. CBS and local news is next, and American Outdoors Radio right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Enjoy the free podcast.